Good afternoon, and thank you for joining the WFMJ podcast. Today we are talking specifically about this new electric truck that will be built in Lordstown. It's known as the Endurance. And to hear all about it, we have Phil LeBeau. You've probably seen him on CNBC. He is the man who covers the auto and airline industry. We are so happy to have him joining us today. Hello, Phil. Hello. How are you? Great. Thank you for asking. I got to ask you, I know that you've been following the situation in Lordstown for years now. So what do you think of this new endurance electric truck? Well, it looks good on paper, um, but we know how this goes in the auto industry. Uh, Paper is one thing, and what it actually looks like and feels like and drives like, uh, how it performs, uh, that can be a completely different story uh, when a vehicle is actually built. But I think for Lordstown, this is important because Lordstown Motors uh, has said, look, we will be a player in the electric vehicle space, and our first vehicle is going to be a pickup truck. Now, for Lordstown Motors, uh, this is an ambitious project because electric pickups, it, that's the next battleground because you've got Tesla in there. You've got new models that are coming out from GM with the Hummer. You've got the electric F-150 in the next couple of years. You have Rivian. You have a number of Bollinger. You've got a number of other startups. Uh, it's going to be extremely competitive. And this is in a market where you have to wonder how many people are going to be looking for an electric pickup truck. So they've got their work cut out for them at Lordstown. Do you think that they have a shot at being taken as a serious player? I know because we have these big brand names out there. Tesla came out of nowhere, right? So is there a good chance for this? Is this a a good move for an entrepreneur? No way of handicapping at this point. You have to see the model. Once we see the model and we drive it, we experience it, then we'll be able to say, okay, yes, I do think that this is going to be a serious competitor to GM and Ford and to Tesla. Uh, and, and there's no way of knowing until the vehicle actually rolls out. It is tough for them, given the fact that you have three competitors who have much higher name recognition, brand recognition with consumers. Tesla is the dominant automaker when it comes to electric vehicles. And the Cybertruck is a very distinctive uh, and polarizing vehicle. It will have people who immediately say, yes, I want that. There'll also be people who will say, I don't like the look of that. I don't want it. Either way, it is going to be a formidable competitor. And then you've got GM and Ford, who have long been the kings of the pickup market in the U.S. And so when they enter with an electric pickup, you bet people are going to pay attention to that. They have over 100 years each of experience when it comes to pickup trucks. So now you have Lordstown Motors coming in and saying, hey, look at us. We've got a new pickup truck. There is a bit of skepticism that is going to be there with people looking at it for the first time. They're going to say, what do we know about this company? How do we know this company is going to be here five, ten years from now? How do we know this vehicle is going to perform over time? Those are hurdles that they're going to have to overcome. What are you looking for specifically in the endurance truck? What are some of the big factors that that you think uh, are going to be highlighted uh, today uh, when they unveil it? Two things. One, you're going to need to see the fit and finish of what that vehicle looks and feels like. And you can't really tell whenever a vehicle is just unveiled. Because when a vehicle's up on a stage, 
it looks great. I've never been to the reveal of a new vehicle where people didn't say, wow, that looks fantastic. Of course it looks great. It's a model. It's up on a stage. It's not out on the road. It's not being tested, test-driven, and people haven't had a chance to really put it through its paces. Um, and then the other question is going to be the range and the capability of that vehicle. And while it's, it looks good on paper, we want to see how it actually performs in, in the real world, uh, in real world conditions. So let's talk about the excitement when it comes to these electric vehicles. There used to be quite a bit of excitement even earlier in the year, and now we're in a recession. We are dealing with COVID-19. Do you think that COVID and that the pandemic is going to have an impact on the electric car business? Sure. I, I think there, there's a, a definite possibility of that. Uh, look, auto sales have rebounded much quicker than people were expecting. And that's good news. But the ultimate question is, was that pent-up demand or is that an indication that people are going to continue buying vehicles at the very high rate that they have been over the last four or five years? And remember, electric vehicles are a very small percentage of the overall auto market. So you're looking at potentially a market being squeezed a little harder because of the economy and the uncertainty there. And then within that, electric vehicles, which, which sell at a higher price point than the average vehicle, they, you know, they're the ones that may feel the bite of people pulling back. So those are, are, are certainly challenges, not just for Lordstown Motors, but really for the entire auto industry when it comes to EVs. So we know uh, Lordstown Motors Corporation is right in the spot of the old GM Lordstown plant. Uh, some documents were filed Monday that showed, or excuse me, back last week, last Monday, that showed that GM has extended uh, their agreement to give them the option to buy back the plant uh, later than before. It was supposed to expire on May 28th. Now they push it back, said, uh, maybe we want more time to decide whether or not they want to buy back the plant that it sold to Lordstown Motors in November. Why do you think they did that? Why do you think they didn't just let that expire? Well, I think there's so much uncertainty going on right now with the economy that uh, all players within the uh, auto industry, especially in manufacturing, uh, are taking a bit of a break. And, and a break in the sense of, hey, we may not continue to execute plans at the same pace that we expected to before. Uh, given the uncertainty that's out there, let's take a little bit of time and assess if the moves that we had laid out are still the moves we want to make. Uh, beyond that, I think it's a little too premature to to read much into uh, that decision. Mm -hmm. And Phil, I know that you cover the automotive industry on a national level. So give me your raw opinion. Seeing all of this stuff play out in Lordstown, where does Lordstown fall on the map when it comes to the auto industry? Are we still in the spotlight? Is this still a spot that these national people are looking at and keeping an eye on right now? Well, when you've got the vice president showing up at Lordstown Motors for the uh, unveiling of uh, the endurance, you're going to get the national attention. That, that's going to be the case all the way through uh, Election Day, especially with Ohio being as important as it is uh, to the Electoral College. In terms of the industry overall, look, you've got General Motors building an electric battery plant uh, in the Lordstown area. 
if Lordstown Motors can make it as a final assembly uh, plant for a new automaker, that certainly raises the profile of Lordstown. Um, and you're always going to have Ohio, and especially Northern Ohio, play a prominent role within the auto industry. So I think relative to where Lordstown was, let's say, a year and a half or two years ago, uh, there are some really encouraging signs. Good. Phil, anything else that you wanted to add about this that you've been noticing specifically about what's happening over at that GM, the old GM Lordstown plant that is now Lordstown Motors Corporation? No, I, I think that uh, the interesting thing now will be this is when it goes from being on paper to being metal and metal that we're driving around and seeing how it does. And I think people are pulling for Lordstown Motors. Now, that that doesn't do much at the end of the day if it's not a quality vehicle. Uh, I've, I've covered a lot of companies that people have said, boy, it'd be great if these guys could come out with a really quality vehicle. And then a particular automaker lays an egg. Uh, and I'm not saying that's going to happen with Lordstown Motors, uh, but we really want to see the truck. We want to see the endurance and not just see it on a stage. We want to get our hands on it. We want to get inside of it. We want to drive it. And then we'll be able to say, yeah, I think Lordstown Motors is here to stay. Interesting. All righty. Well, Phil, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be excited to hear what you think about it after the unveiling and uh, the future, as maybe we do get to take it for a test drive someday. Thank you for joining the 21 News Podcast. I'm morning anchor Krista Lamondola, and if you are interested in learning more about this endurance built over at Lordstown Motors Corporation, or maybe you want to see any of the other local stories, what's happening in the Valley, you can always head to our website, WFMJ.com, or check out the 21 News app.